the second breakfast of Lucas and Phil, as you all said so well. I'm Lucas. And I'm Phil. And today, you'll never guess, we have a very special episode <laughs> prepared for you. Man, I've been waiting so long for a special episode. I know. So, for a very special episode. So, you, so Naomi loves to say, that's special to me, if it's something she wants. <laughs> and so, like, it'll be Skittles. She's like... Those Skittles are special to me. They're just special. Or like, that's if, adorable. If Jubilee grabs a toy she wants, she's like, that toy's special to me. I'm like, well, <laughs> Jubilee got it for her birthday but, for her, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's like a little manipulation already <laughs> yes. brewing in the uh, Lunsford household. My sweet, sweet daughters, uh, they they are already, you know, experimenting with the flesh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is it is definitely inborn. Oh, but man. Lucas, it's great to see you today. You know, we don't live in the same town anymore. No. And we're meeting in a very special place. Yeah, we are at the Manville Avenue Coffee Shop in Chandler, Oklahoma, which, if you've never been to Chandler, just such a cool little downtown area here. Very cool. Yeah, if you didn't see, I just pointed at it. But yeah, it's like yeah, this. Yeah, it's right there. Right, yeah. Look look to your left, look to your right. You still don't see it unless you're in Chandler while you're listening. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're right over here. Big shout out and thanks to First Baptist Chandler for providing some cords and microphones and for us. this microphone yeah. to which you are listening at this <laughs> very moment. We had some definite technical difficulties. Well, not technical. Te- just, just technically didn't get all the stuff in the car when I left Tulsa. <laughs> so remember, we talked about this. Phil does all the work. I'm just the talent. So, <laughs> And uh, even that. No, there's a lot together. You know, you just don't think about all the stuff you have to gather up uh, when you don't do it all the time, which is why uh, I'm getting old. Anyway, so uh, it's, I mean, it's so great to be here and shout out to Manville Avenue Coffee Coffee Company. Coffee Company, yeah. And uh, these guys, uh, what's the guy's name? Was it Steven? I don't remember the manager's name, no. But no, they took great care the of us. The awesome manager, the girls that work behind the counter, very helpful. Hey, yes. by the way, drip, cro- drip coffee, free refills. Iced tea, free refills. Dang. Uh, if this ain't Starbucks. Do you think lattes have free refills? I doubt that. I'll go ask. You could ask. Maybe I because mean, we're super, super famous podcasters future, with dozens of listeners. Future episodes. Uh, there, There's another... We're, we're talking about a study today later on yeah. about motivation, but there's a study on rejection in this guy. It's a TED Ooh. Talk. And he just talks about going up basically purposefully to be rejected so you get used so to you it used so to you're it. not yeah, afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he talks about going up at like a McDonald's and asking for a burger refill. So, so, so you eat your burger. To practice being and rejected. And he said every time, every time you go up and ask, they, they, they just look at you like, what? And he's like, yeah, like, you know, a, ref- a free refill on my burger. Yeah. And I don't know if it ever works. I don't know but if that works. He said never do they just go, no. You know, it's always just, it's just always like... like I don't well, and that's you know we try to be nice to each other right exactly that's an American thing uh, well that's that's a uh, it's a southern thing I think uh, you know my son lives in New York and while you know we've talked about this I think on the podcast that they're actually really nice in New York Brooklyn you know when yeah. we walk around everybody's super nice but they're also they are to the point they would be like right yeah you know, they, they wouldn't be rude probably in New York but in Oklahoma we feel this like we have to be nice about this somehow. Yeah, but realistically, we're we're not any nicer. It's just we no, want to pretend not. we are. We're actually much more. It's like different con- and evil. So it's like con- right, so conniving. Uh, sorry, I want to get moving on this. <laughs> yeah, let's come back. Okay, let me give Actual you podcast. Let me give you the dad story uh, for yeah. the day. Dad, dad stories, stories with Lucas. Lucas. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 
So that stories of Lucas. Let me just. I'll be. I'll be short, sweet, to the point. Uh, it's actually a combination of a couple stories, but I feel like they all come together. They're really short. First, so I'm going to go ahead and spoil it for you. No bets today. There's no poop. Um, no bets. No poop. On the poop. No bets on the poop because we're Baptists and we don't like gambling. Um, we're actually like, we're not really Baptists. Not really. No, we're we're non-denominational. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. We're, we're Christians. Yeah. Uh, we're believers. We're followers of Christ. We're new creations. Anyway, so uh, you all knew if you listened to the last episode, I had the flu. Uh, Tori had the flu. Naomi before us had the flu. Jubilee had the flu. After the flu, uh, we had a couple days of solace and then we got the stomach bug. And so during Christmas break, I was sick for the majority of the time. Sounds like a poop story. No, because no. really right. what I want to highlight is how sweet and wonderful my daughters are. And Aww. that while we were sick, Naomi would come up to Tori or I, and she'd snuggle right beside us. Up to Tori or me. Tori or me, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, this isn't an English podcast. Grammar police. <laughs> anyway, and just like play with our hair and be like, it's okay, you're okay, mama, or it's okay, daddy, like it's okay. And just play with our hair and like pet our face. And then she'd, what we do when we lay down with her, we're always like, Okay, baby, it's two minutes. So she'd go, I can lay with you for two minutes. <laughs> and then she'd get up to go and be like, we'd, we'd say like, one more minute. And she'd go, okay, one more minute. <laughs> and so all of that to say, just my sweet little wonderful daughter, I got home from work. This awesome? is before Christmas. Uh, and I went into the bedroom or they were all in uh, Naomi and Jubilee's bedroom and they were sitting on uh, Naomi's bed and they were playing a little bit. And then Naomi comes up to me and she goes, there's a baby in mommy's belly. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? And she goes, there's a baby in mommy's belly. And so, yes, we are pregnant with baby number oh, three. That's right. I coming, found this out uh, a while ago. Yeah, like a month, I think. But yeah. uh, we're ready to tell people. So uh, that's uh, c- congratulations. Thank you. Lucas and Tori, which I've already told you, but officially on air it's an on air congratulations on well i on air accept it so um i guess that means my new year's resolution is to get less sleep because (laughs) which speaking of which we're going to talk a little bit about that today on the podcast but first we have a draft yes we are actually going to draft a brief draft yeah mini draft uh not boxer but brief Uh, (laughs) we're going to draft uh new year's resolutions we're not going to draft briefs no my resolution is to wear more briefs. Uh, oh, man. Keeping it white and tight, baby. Um, that took a lot of turns. Not all right, Phil. Good so I'll give you the first overall pick. of Now, are we going the worst resolutions? One, one best, one worst. Oh, so Rebel, just two. Resolutions either of your life or just okay, so I'll give you, you the choice. could not do. You can either pick first and last or you can pick middle, like second and third. I'll pick second and third. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll start off... Um, is this best or worst? I don't know. It could be both. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure. It's the first well, overall I, pick. Yeah, yeah. So let's hear. I'm going to take Peyton Manning. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, the best uh, New Year's resolution and one that everyone makes every year and most people fail by February is to eat healthy eat healthier eat healthier yeah or which, eat healthy yeah oddly enough we're going to talk about here in we just are a second. going to talk about that some on the podcast so but i would say healthier. i'm going to start with best new year's resolution i think of all time could be and i i i know that you know i should say spend more time with the lord but right i i think that i think if you're making that resolution you should, should have done that <laughs> a while done that. well but anyway i the, 
that you know sort of understood as being the greatest thing like you can you can say anything but jesus right yeah, yeah so yeah, except yeah. for the main like, sunday school answer. who's your best friend jesus yeah <laughs> right. okay but for real like, right yeah so i would say the best new year's resolution uh of all time in this day and age would be less screen time Ooh. Ooh. yeah you know i actually uh, i told you before the podcast i am so much more voted motivated in the fall than i am in january yeah interesting and so i actually have been doing i <clears throat> cut out social media from the end of october through yeah through uh through the new year and mm-hmm. so i actually i used marketplace because we were buying and selling a few different things and so I guess that counts technically, but really I was just using the app. So, but yeah, I just recently started. That's a good rationalization. Yeah, I know. I have that spiritual gift as well. Yes, thank you. Uh, But no, just uh, just recently got back on and looked at like a few minutes of Facebook. But it's crazy how quickly it just sucks you back in. And it's made me think like, is it even worth it being on here? Yeah. Uh, I think for branding stuff, like for the podcast, it's it's a good deal. But to stop the scroll... Is so difficult. Yeah. So. so what's your? Uh, no, oh, you, I got to go again. Yeah, you, get to, you have first pick well, of the worst uh, one. And so the worst New Year's resolution. Now, is this a realistic worst, or is it like something people actually? Or can you just be like to gain three hundred pounds? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a resolution that it in my life I have done, and and I totally completely fail at it. Which in and and really, I have I don't make New Year's resolutions because of this and it is to exercise regularly mm. and I, i've done exercise as with everything in my life this is just you know confession time for phil same thing with eating healthy i do it for a while it's everything is very fits and starts you know spurts mm-hmm. um exercise is that way for me and i've done it consistently at times in my life and then i just get really uh you know like right now it's a short day I, yeah. I like to go out and walk in the neighborhood, but when it's five degrees out or when it's just dark, you know, right. by the time I get home or whatever, and I don't really want to do that in the morning. So I'm like, I just find all sorts of excuses. So that's my worst is exercise. And I, and I want to try to do it again this year. I'm trying to lose weight. Uh, my daughter's getting married in uh, April and I would like to fit in my suit a lot better <laughs> or even get a new suit. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something that a doctor once told a family member of mine, which is if it looks good, don't eat it. That's the that's right. If it looks <laughs> good, don't eat it. And we're going to talk about that today on the podcast. That's right. Somewhat today. I will. I will just your take last pick. Worst okay, I'm just gonna. It's going to be boring and technical, but it really is anything that's not measurable is the worst New Year's resolution ever. Because whatever oh, that's you good, that's good. If you just come in like, and my best one was to eat healthier, but like. You have to actually be able to measure that or like exercise more. Well, what does that mean? Yeah, you know, if, yeah. so it's better. Like yeah, I'm going to exercise five days a week, 30 minutes a day. Our savvy listeners would have already picked up on this. Exactly. Yes. Both of our, even our good resolutions were sort of like eh, more yeah. of this, more, you know. No. And that's what I was talking about the fall. And we're, we're about to talk more about motivation. We're going to yeah. start with food, stress, all of those things. But it, for me, uh, I used uh, a product called Noom in, in September. And so one of the deals was I wanted to lose weight. Noom, if you're out there and you want to give us money, please do. Yes. <laughs> we could use it uh, to buy XLR cables. Uh, no, but I wanted to lose 20 pounds. That was a measurable goal. It was, uh, I set it out. It was achievable. I didn't set out to lose 100 pounds, which if I lost 100 pounds, I probably would be in the hospital um but <laughs> yeah, i you I, just basically have your head left exactly so 
It's true. About 100 pounds ahead here. Um, pretty conceited. But uh, no, but it was measurable. It was achievable. And it ended up losing 30 pounds because of that. Uh, so just the, it's important. And to be a good resolution, you know, it's like you can't resolve to read more because for most of us, you read like one book and you're like, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah, yeah, the year. Yeah. But you, you read, I want to read 12 books this year. You know, that's achievable. Do it one, one a month. That means you can wait until the 30th of every month and then go grab a Dr. Seuss and, uh, <laughs> and, and achieve your goal. I like that. That is great. That's a great insight. Note to self. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Speaking of which, let's get to our main dish. Yeah, let's eat. Today. Let's eat, Phil. I let's forgot eat. to start a timer, so we'll see how long this goes. Uh, yeah, we don't know. We'll Maybe we'll take two episodes to talk about motivation because we are that motivated. That We are really motivated to talk about motivation, which makes us feel better about the fact that we don't actually have any motivation, but then... Anyway, so, so tell us talk, it's not really about motivation. Tell us we the shouldn't podcast. Say motivation. Tell us the podcast so, that, that this comes from so that people know, can go should, listen to it. We should do a draft of podcasts. Ooh. Maybe on the next episode. We'll, I feel like we we'll have draft. different genres we listen to. <laughs> we definitely do. There's all these sports so, ones for me. I don't yeah. know. Lucas listen so Lucas listens to uh, sports and and uh, Phil listens to good stuff that helps. I listen you. to science and history. So uh, I I love this podcast. Uh, called the, the Huberman Lab, H-U-B-E-R-M-A-N, the Huberman Lab podcast. And uh, this guy is a professor at uh, Stanford University, smart guy, uh, obviously he has, a voracious reader. He the looks guy, a little bit like Craig Rochelle. Just, he does just look a, a little, little bit, like Craig yeah. yeah. L- loves to work out. That's one of his big, he has a lot of uh, like listeners who are worker outer type guys and girls. And uh, so a lot of that, uh, a lot of the intersection between uh, the, uh, well, he's an ophthalmology professor and neurobiology professor. So a lot of, he talks about the eyes, light, sleep, things like that. But a lot of the intersection between uh, our physiology and our mind, the mind and the body. Okay, so <laughs> he, he had a lady on recently. Dr. Alicia Krum. Uh, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Aaliyah Krum. Crumb. Oh, Aaliyah Crumb. I was so wrong. Right. Yeah. Who, by the way, you know, interestingly enough, was a Division One hockey player. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I was and, very interested. Uh, yeah, and is now a scientist and a researcher and just some, um, and delightful to listen to, too, so that yeah. uh, it's, it's an enjoyable episode. Well, the episode is the science of mindset, right? Yes, mindset. That so, is our thing. It's not, a, they talk about motivation in it, they but do, they, they yes. talk a lot more about mindset and so we, you know as we were talking they talk about they really start talking about food and there's this study yeah. on milkshakes where basically they bring people in yeah. and they tell one or they the first time they tell all these people okay this milkshake is high calorie it's like 800 calorie or 600 calorie or whatever lots of sugar lots yeah. of stuff in it right like so yeah, they high dr- fat high sugar high calorie they drink it and then they test what's going on in their stomach and then they bring them back a couple weeks or a week later uh-huh. they, they give them another milkshake they're like it's low fat low calorie uh you know it's like 100 calories or whatever and both times same milkshake right, right? It's and it's actually, actually in between right like 300 calories yeah. like middle medium fats or whatever but they were just saying it the whatever the hormone that that measures yeah i can't remember hunger, what the name of the hormone but is essentially when you're hungry makes you call for food yeah your, your stomach releases this but they were saying when you when people drank the high the one they thought was higher calorie that that hormone level lowered because the stomach was no longer calling for food but when they drank the one that they were told was healthier yeah 
their stomach was calling for more food and releasing this this yeah. hormone more. And, which, it, and, and scientifically, uh, apparently, and I don't really understand all this stuff, but the, the results were dramatic. Yeah. The differences were three times more or three times less than like a baseline increase or decrease. Which, yeah, it just brings up this super interesting deal of like... Speaking of which, you hear my stomach growling on the mic? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Like it's just for food. crazy how... It's the exact same thing, but if you believe something about it, yeah. it, it changes not just how you feel, but how your body... Your body is actually responding to your mindset. Exactly. Your so I, I want to stop for a second and say, what is a mindset? Because I think this, you know, ultimately we're always going to bring this down to the scriptures, um, to what God says about this. But your mindset is a set of sort of baseline beliefs mm-hmm. about something that... and, and w- one of, the, one of the things she says is that mindsets kind of simplify the world for us, so we're mm-hmm. not always having to go through all these calculations. Um, and so when we kind of already know what we think about a certain subject, um, we make decisions more quickly about how to feel about something that happens or something that right. someone says to us. And, you know, that can be good or bad. We talk about, you know, prejudice would fall under a mindset. exactly, uh, And that's not healthy. Um, on the other hand it's really helpful to have a mindset that I believe in God. It, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, and then when things happen, I trust God and I know that he's, you know what I'm saying? So exactly. there's good and bad ways to... They talk about it in the, in the, the mode of medication and with right. side effects. And if your mindset is, well, if these side effects happen, it means that the medicine is hurting me versus right. when these side effects happen, it means that the, the medicine is working and doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. And so they said... When people have the mindset that these side effects are doing what it's supposed to be doing, then the medicine works faster and does what it's supposed to do within yeah. these studies. And again, we're, we're not... And in- they tended to... They did this. They did the studies on the kids with like nut allergies. Yeah. And when they educated these kids about, you know, the side effects mean that you're going... That, it's, that the medicine is working. Because when, when they treat these um, allergens... What they basically do is give you tiny doses of that of right. what you're allergic to. Turns out that doesn't work with gluten. Just uh, <laughs> at least not for me. Well, I think it's childhood that the studies are. Well, I think the treatments yeah. are for children to develop, uh, to adjust or whatever their bodies exactly. adjust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the ones who are told to have a positive mindset about the side effects, which right. are clearly going to happen for most of them, uh, they do better and their experience of the side effects is less severe. Yeah. Which it's, that's incredible. Exactly. I mean, how powerful is your mindset? Yeah. And they, they talk about it with working out and, and essentially they the study they talk about with working out was they had people who worked in hotels who were already essentially exercising all day long. Yeah. I mean, have you been to a hotel? You see these, these people, mostly ladies. I don't know. It's, you know, it's one of those things. It's usually ladies and they are going 90 miles an hour all the time all day long cleaning changing sheets climbing stairs all of this stuff and and they said they took them they talked to them the most of them said you know they either said they're getting no exercise or like three out of ten exercise a day and then they they basically took half of them most of them felt like they didn't get enough exercise which is bizarre right because it's like eight hours a day 12 hours a day they're exercising yeah so they basically took half of them and educated them said here's all of this that you're doing is exercise here's how it's affecting your body here's what's going on and then they didn't educate the other half which anytime i hear of a case study (laughs) 
I'm like, those poor kids. Those poor people that got yeah, left out. Exactly. <laughs> but these people that, that, that were educated, they said they saw weight loss. They saw, you know, these blood these pressure, blood dropped, pressure dropping, cholesterol. Like they saw all of these positive effects, didn't change a single thing about what they're yeah. doing, but just how they thought about what they were doing. Which exactly. I think all of this is just pointing us in this direction of the power of mindset. And especially coming into the new year, everybody's making resolutions. Yeah. And it is like, I, and they talk about this too, but it, it's not don't go exercise is not the deal. No, like, no, no, no. Oh, I'm fine. But, but the, well, and what it did is it is it increased the efficacy of the exercise they were getting. Yeah. Uh, because because you were eliminating this sort of negative mindset that oh I should do this but I don't have time to do this oh I'm not getting enough exercise that mm-hmm. what you know what you're actually doing is in my humble bet. <laughs> inaccurate opinion. <laughs> in my layman's opinion it sounds to me what you're doing is you're removing the thing that was sort of thwarting the effects of the exercise right. you were getting their mindsets were were uh minimizing well i think it, it's like we have this mindset that unless i'm in the gym or running right. then it's not exercise exactly and so it is this it brings in this interesting like this tension, which I think every single episode, every time we talk about things, it comes to attention because most of the time you're not going all the way right or all the way left. You're always going to end up in the middle, uh, you know, unless it's following Jesus, then don't be on the fence. But <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying though is like, it, it was this tension of like, it's not don't go exercise, right? but it's also like you, you have to believe that what you're doing is working. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, like if, if you have an office job, but you walk to the copier like 80 times a day, like that is something and believe that that is actually doing something for you. Yeah. And they, they talk about with the, the statistics of basically people that believe that they're working out more than the people around them yeah. tend to live longer. Yeah, so they re- did a study. Regardless of they, if they were actually working out more. They, they asked people how much you think you exercise compared to other people. Now, this is fascinating because this isn't like how much do you exercise literally. It's how much do you think you exercise <laughs> right. compared to others. And one of, the, one of the really fascinating things that we all need to hear is that people were on the, were on the vast majority of these people were really wrong about that. Right. They yeah. really didn't have a clue how their exercise actually compared to other people most of them were really off one way or the other they right. either thought they exercised more comparatively and a lot of them would assume they exercise less comparatively right. now my you know my brother-in-law does iron man i'm sure he would answer accurately that he exercises more a lot right. more than most people but i don't know maybe he wouldn't maybe he would look at his community and he would say well, well i don't work out like those young guys that's so so i do i do crossfit uh, and we, we work out like four or five times a week in the mornings. I go, I try to go run on the weekends. Dang, Lucas, I had no idea. Thanks, CrossFit. Jeff. Yeah, you know. Ooh. But it is, the deal I'm is. intimidated now. You start looking. If I look at I like. I do couch fit. The, if I look at my community that I go work out with, I'm like, I don't work out more than these people. Like they go do more than I do and they can run faster. They can do all this. Right. When I start looking at the community that I go maybe play. Podcast fit, with. Yeah. <laughs> 
But but it is like you start looking at different communities, and she talked about that in the podcast too. Just when she was playing or when she was running triathlons, and so now she's like, I feel like I don't exercise near enough. Right. She would get she's, finished with a hockey practice or with triathlon training. She feel like she needed to get on the elliptical. Yeah, she's for like, I minutes. practice for two hours, then I'd go straight into an hour weightlifting into thirty minutes of elliptical. <laughs> I'm like, dang, like that is <laughs> right. so much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But. It, it's just this, this like comparison kills so, all of those things. But you know, the, the results of the study were, as you might predict, the people who believed that they actually, so they didn't, they didn't give these people any information or educate that. I don't think that was part of the study. They were just, they just gathered the information mm-hmm. and then they did a mortality study over the next ooh, 20, know, 20 years, something, years, something yeah. like that. And the people who believed they exercised more had a much lower it's like a 72 percent lower mortality rate and they live longer nothing to do with how much they actually exercise it wasn't it wasn't reality based at all it was mindset based exactly it's not that it takes the place of exercise because you know the people who believe they exercise more probably are exercising you know if you don't exercise at all you're not going to say oh i exercise more than yeah, they're not chilling in their lazy boys, <laughs> right. and they're like, yeah, I, I go down there and I pick up the remote at least 80 times a day. That's got to be more than that guy. I don't know why he had a country accent. Uh, you, you you, can be like that wherever you live. But I'm just saying, like, it's... Hey, I exercise more than that guy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> eh? <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> but, it, but it is just this crazy thing of, I think it's got to be a combination, mindset plus action. But it is, if, if you believe that your actions are working, they will work. Yeah. But when you believe your actions, well, to an extent, but, but it does help. It, it's, it, it contributes to, yeah, it helps. It helps, absolutely. Uh, uh, so I, let's, uh, let's talk about just some, you know, I, my mind goes 90 miles an hour with all of the scriptural encouragements about mindset. Mm-hmm. And I want to start with, I guess we should start in the Old Testament. As a man thinks, so he is. Hmm. So, and that's, and I, so I recently actually preached a sermon on this idea, and I thought, oh, I thought of that verse, and I thought, no, that's taken out of context. No, it's not. It's hmm. not. Now, people use it in a way that seems a little bit out of context, like this sort of mind over matter, like, you know, I, if I see my, you know, the visualization, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. what is it? The secret. Do you remember that? You remember the secret? No, no. see, you're too young. Yeah. Our older listeners will remember this, this whole thing Oprah did with the secret. It's about you know, the, the law of attraction. You know, if you say and act like things are going to be good, then things are going to be good for you. Good it's, things will come your way. Okay. So my generation is manifestation, right? Like if you manifest yes. it, yeah, it yeah, will yeah, happen. Yeah. Manifest um, destiny. I don't, that's no, that's something. No. <laughs> When I was a kid, that was taught as a good thing. I think now it's taught as a bad I, thing. I really don't know. Yeah, I don't even want to go there. Well, that's a different so, podcast. Uh, d- totally different podcast. That will take some research, um, some fre- freshening up as we as, need bigger so minds. Uh, so that uh, as a man thinks, so he is. The context of that is a guy who thinks about money all the time becomes greedy. Mm. You know, that's the context of it. So, mm-hmm. so that's Proverbs. Then Jesus says. If your eye is good, you know, the eye is the lamp of the body. Mm-hmm. If your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. And if you look at the context of that, context of that verse, what is the eye? It's your mindset. Because mm-hmm. he says, whatever you, 
whatever your focus is, whatever you really believe, sort of these underlying beliefs about life, if you're, uh, if you believe that, uh, that you're, uh, or you have a, well, it's your focus. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which, which is going to influence your mindset. Maybe I should say that, but it's what you set your mind on. Mm-hmm. Okay, if your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. How interesting that we're listening to this podcast where they're talking about what, what you think influences your body. Jesus said exactly the same thing. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a lot of things, right, where they say that the philosopher will spend their whole life trying to get to where the theologian has been waiting for them the whole yes, time. Yeah, yeah they the get theologian's to the top. sitting there, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, yep, right. yep, yep. You're, you're getting there. <laughs> you keep coming. You're warm. Keep you're getting warm. Warmer, warmer. <laughs> Uh, but it is just interesting, like the the way I think about with you know working with students from kids, and 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 it is when you like I, I, I'll spend hours coming up with a game, I'll gather all the materials, I'll put this game together, right? It's just a dumb dumb game for the yeah. for the service or or at camp or whatever. And kids who come into the game going, this is dumb, I hate this, this is stupid. They never have a good time playing the game. You know why? Because they come in believing that this game is beneath is them be and is stupid. Yeah. But the kids that come in with an oat, like, oh, yeah, this could be fun. You know what they have? They have a good time. Pretty yeah. much, there's like a 100% hit rate. Now, the ones that believe it's going to be bad, sometimes I'm able to convince them because there's a prize or whatever it is. Right. And they end up having or a good time. Or they see their friends having a good time. Yeah, they don't want to be left out. There's all right. these other elements. But it is, if you come into this ready to give it a chance, mm-hmm. go for it. You see these people continually have a good time. And I think it, it just comes into that like that mindset as we come into life. And if our object, our mindset of what our purpose is, is to glorify God and enjoy him forever, yeah. all of the sudden trials, tribulations, things that are happening to us, bad things, instead of those being, and Christ talks about this extensively, the persecution that comes for mm-hmm. us, those things, instead of being downers that get us to stop, because if my mindset is that I want to live comfortably, anything that is uncomfortable would be a detriment. Yeah, or I, my mindset is that God's will is for me to live comfortably. Exactly. And just have, you know, rainbows and roses all the time. Yeah, I mean, rainbows and roses. Roses have thorns. Uh, and they stink. Yeah. Some of them. They're kind of pretty. Some smell, smell really nice. I shouldn't. <laughs> Sorry, roses. <laughs> roses are like people. Some smell bad, some smell good. Some are prickly. Uh, uh, some knock you out, knock out yeah. roses. So speaking of bad things, and I don't want to interrupt you, but I am. It's okay. <laughs> We're almost out of time, so we got to interrupt each other. Well, so speaking of bad things, the fi- well, not the final thing, but one of the final things they talk about on this podcast is stress. And cortisol. Yeah, cortisol, the stress hormone. And this is one of the things, if you come back to food, um, like the whole milkshake experiment, uh, you know, cortisol is the, it's the stress hormone. And mm-hmm. it's supposedly, according to some ad I have in my memory, some TV ad, it makes your belly bigger. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they, you know, I found that relaxing too much does that too, Phil. That's no, cortisol. It's stress. It's just stress. <laughs> makes your belly bigger. So, so what, uh, what they said is, though, that they studied the people in the uh, who were training to be Navy SEALs. Did you get to this part of the podcast? No, Did I didn't make it that far. Lucas. It wasn't that long of a Lucas drive. didn't get his homework done. Okay, 50%, <laughs> Lucas. So uh, It's passing in some states. Yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, they, did, they studied guys who were training to be Navy SEALs. First of all, their baseline response, their baseline uh, attitude about stress is that it, 
is a positive thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, the vast majority of them have the idea that stress is a positive thing. And so their, their biological physiological response to stress is much more positive. Mm -hmm. Whereas the, the message in, um, the culture is that stress is bad. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they did a study with And so they had, you know, that's just incidental to it. Just the, to give you an example, the, the military guys or the special forces guys, they think stress is good. And so stress helps them. Mm -hmm. Um, if you think stress is bad, like most of us do, stress tends to hurt us because we think it's bad. And they actually did studies that show this, you know, your, your body actually responds much worse to stress if you believe stress is hurting you. It makes complete and total sense. Yeah. And I think it's really easy though to figure out that we, we need some stress. And in, in our premarital counseling, the, the pastor that was counseling us, Walter Mulliken, he, he told us, look, you can't, you know, you, you, it's again, it's the tension, but it is, we, some people, we get overstressed, but if you're understressed, it's just as bad. And I, I think yeah. about playing a game. So I, I love to play pickleball. Mm -hmm. If I am playing against someone who is so much better than me that I don't stand a chance and yeah. I'm losing 11 to zero or 11 to one consistently, mm -hmm. I'm going to quit. Like, I don't, I'm like, I got to go. I'm going to go get a drink of water. I don't want to play anymore. Right. Because yeah. I just can't do it. Uh, the opposite end, though, if I am so much better than someone that they can't be on the same court as me, and I am right. beating them 11 to 0, 11 it's so it's, much. I'm going to get boring. Fun. I'm going to get bored. Yeah. And it's, it's, again, like I need the right amount of stress. In uh -huh. pickleball, and we don't call it this, this competition, right? But it's the same thing. Right. I need to be moving around, and I need to have a chance to win while also having a chance to lose. And I think in our lives, we want to put all of the stress is bad. You want to yeah. live your life to get rid of as much stress as possible, but this you know, is deceitful yeah. and not helpful. No, no, to, to, to avoid, you know, we generally think of coping with stress or we think of managing stress. Those are the idea that we need to fight against it. Mm -hmm. When really what the, what we should do for our health is we should try to leverage stress. Absolutely. And what, and, and it, what does the scripture say? God causes all things to work together for good with yeah. those with those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And it's it's not a quote from scripture, but people it's one of those deals they take it and and, they, and people think it's in scripture. But it is right. the like <laughs> God'll never give you more than you can handle. But yeah, no, no, no. No. <laughs> That's not true at all. But he'll never give you more than he can handle. Yeah. And it, it is that with like, you. Because I think it's interesting to, that the word with is in mm -hmm. that scripture. With it, those. And it is it's Putting, when, when God allows us to walk through that situation, it's because he's pushing us to that brink to yeah. grow us, to, to, to lead us on, to make us more mature. And it, it's that, coming back to my pickleball metaphor, when you play against people that you have a chance to lose, you're growing and getting better. Because if you always play against people that you're just going to beat them hand over fist, you're never going to get any better. Yeah. And it's the same thing in our life as God allows us to walk through trials, tribulations. He allows things to happen to us. It's because we need to grow and learn to walk in who yeah. we already are, which I think we're going to have to go to the, the next podcast we're is going to be yeah, we can talk some more about this, more about the mindset of, of walking in Christ and living as, as he is. Cause we're, we're yeah. about out of time here, but because I think we can launch from this into a lot of great, really practical discussions about just daily life. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, so you may, you know, that. we're, we're two weeks apart from, from episodes. I'm about to get into my minute of culture, but I just want to, you may have to re-listen to this one before the next one. So that way, 
uh, yeah. you can have it all in one thought because we're going to record it right after this. And so. then hopefully, if Noom starts to give us, or the Huberman Lab starts to give us money, yeah. we can do these every week. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, what's your minute of culture, Lucas? Right. Minute of culture with Lucas. Oh, wait. Of... We don't have a song for that. It's okay. Uh, Curmudgeonry. <laughs> uh, okay. I've got, I'm going to start my minute timer right now. All right. So, my doom, minute of curmudgeonry, doom, something that doom, makes uh, me. Uh, it's not mad as much as just like a plot hole in almost every single Christmas movie about Santa Claus. Is in every one, there's always this like belief in Santa Claus is dying. Like people don't believe in him. So it's taking away his magic. Okay. In these shows, in these movies, like Elf. You're making a lot of enemies right now. Elf, for instance, they, the, the deal is like they're stopping believing in him. But Santa Claus is still delivering presents. But adults don't believe in him. Okay, where are the gifts coming from? Every single movie, these kids are getting presents that the parents did not buy for them. And the parents are like, I don't believe in Santa. Like, then where are they coming from every single year under your Christmas tree? All the time. Yeah, we watched the Santa Claus. Same thing. Yeah, it's all of them. All of them every time. And so every time I'm like, this the is- The kids a, believe. It's like, it's it's like the parents m- wake up and they're just like, eh, yeah. Yeah, massive plot hole that no film fills at all. So if you Man. are a movie director here, I want you to go out and make a good Christmas movie about, maybe maybe we'll make this movie. Uh, it'll be no. it'll be funny. Uh, <laughs> Phil, you could be Santa. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be funny. Hmm. Not funny, ha ha. <laughs> But just, anyway, my minute's up. Uh, oh. But that's something that drives me crazy Lucas, every single year. that is so curmudgeon. It's why my favorite Christmas movie is uh, Christmas Vacation. Because, yeah. you know. No presents. Chevy Chase. No redeeming qualities at <laughs> the all. Only, <laughs> the only Santa in the movie, he's that plastic one that gets blasted <laughs> off over the moon and they yeah. watch him. And, <laughs> and the rocket's red. Gla- <laughs> anyway, Phil, if they have questions, comments, concerns, where can they send those? Well, uh... I don't know. Second breakfast. Oh, second breakfast. Seven 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 seven, seven at gmail.com. Gmail. Yes. Or, or second breakfast seven 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 at gmail.com. Lucas. Bill, any last words? Uh Love and Pancakes. Love and Pancakes. We love you guys. Yeah. We'll How much fun this was. And shout out once again to Manville Avenue Coffee Company. Yeah, Chandler, if you are passing Oklahoma, on the turnpike, it is worth it to get off and come here. Definitely worth it. This and by the way, if you really if you thought oh they're in a coffee shop and nobody's there no there are people in the coffee shop but we're in a separate room we have a private meeting private room, room. hey if you didn't think we were a big deal we, we are have a private deal. meeting room big deal <laughs> big deal see you guys love you bye